0: is a Wednesday after a very long time, we officially have Tokyo Wednesday and this one is a special edition all the way from uh, the coast, that week that we went to the coast, you know, you can't go to the coast and then you fail to enjoy the best and the goodies of you know fish Mombasa, normally they say it's totally different, like you would be given the same ingredients, the same food, but you realize that a costelian We'll give you something way better than what a Kawaida person would do well. When I say a Kawaida person, I mean people from these other regions. And so we will be at Mahari Beach Hotel, and we get to enjoy some bit of seafood. So make sure that you keep it right here. Learn some tips, and, you know, thank me later, as always. But that should be late at around 8 a.m., going all the way to 9 a.m. Fast things first. What is captured in the papers? What is in the news? And then we'll get into that different conversation. Once again, my name is Linda Alena. This is Morning Cafe, hashtag Morning Cafe at Linda underscore Lela TV 47 KES. Sample some of these comments as we continue with the show because evidently we value your feedback. So, what has been captured in the paper, the standard newspaper, the Daily Nation and uh, People Daily briefly? And we have the hard copies, we also have the soft copies. But first, let's look at this one that we don't have the hard copy. Vicious fight over Ruto's running mate. Mount Kenya politicians believe that the post will solidify their 6 million votes, but others say the region has had its fair share of uh, top leadership positions and should not or should now opt out. Is it going to be easy? As they would say, it's uh, extremely hard to be out in the corridor, especially in a scenario where you enjoy the numbers, and so it's going to be hard to root out. The Mount Kenya matrix in any formation, in any coalition that will crop up, and therefore, if right at the top there's going to be someone from a different region, it is obvious that the people of Mount Kenya have said that it is either they are getting the second position or they are going for the first position. They are not going to be out in the cold. How possible is this? We'll be discussing this later on as we look at the Mount Kenya politics as it stands right now. Remember. Some of the leaders have maintained that well they are in to surprise the people and therefore we should expect too much. so much Though, in regards to them fronting one of their very own who's going to be this person that takes up the mantle a uh, president to kenyatta is certainly a tongue twister and something that i've got them you know, a bit disoriented and so this conversation that is really important in regards to shaping the 2022 politics is one that we can't run away from the DP now faces the trouble of, uh, you know, just getting to know who is the m- best Mount Kenya bet that he will go for. And again, in as much as it's about Mount Kenya, also remember there are numerous individuals that are within this particular angle or are coming from the same region. But again, you know, have uh, what it takes, and therefore, in as much as he's going to say that, well, we go the Kikui way or the Mount Kenya way, again, who is this one person that we will have picked? Major boost as Uhuru bags about twenty billion for leadership projects. Wow, President Ruru Kenyatta with of course, um, 26 and the United Nations Climate Change Conference. That is, that is the UK and uh, a couple of other individuals down there. He managed to have conversations and you know talks in regards to what needs to be done in terms of making the best of the countries that, of course, UK and uh, Kenya. And you realize that so much good is becoming coming our way courtesy of that that is a story captured in page 15 we'll be diving deep into understanding what exactly then we get out of this so nowhere to hide new cctv policy threat a stage to have direct access to what you do in office hotel gym and other public facilities but just how then will people receive that is this going to infringe you know into your rights because sometimes you say saying as much as well security is important your rights is equally as important, so when we talk of a scenario where we're having all these cameras everywhere, left, right, and center, then you get to a point where you wonder what happens to the aspect of uh, privacy. So it's going to be interesting, probably will raise lots of uh, you know questions, but we wait to see what then the state will decide on, as captured on page nine of the People Daily. Raila makes his mountain pitch and accompanied by family and a host of governors and members of parliament, ODM leader uses musician's event that is in Muranga upon the invitation of his friend, that is SK Macharia to explain himself as a friend of the central Kenya, or as a friend of the central people, A story captured on page four. It's gonna be interesting to watch how best then the people of the mountain will receive right on a Many would have said politically, he is very hard to settle in the Mount Kenya region, probably why. President has not come out clean to say whether he would support him or not. And therefore, this is probably a step towards the right direction. We also what culminated during this particular event. And I mean, little, gritty details came out of that. Uh, the addresses of different leaders, again, we also learned over so much. So so we can wait to see how then, of course, this will culminate. This will open up his uh, you know, quest or will make his quest much easier. In terms of getting into the country's top seat, cops arrest suspect over killing of university girl. This <coughs> is eight suspect was arrested in Ruai after committing the heinous act that is in Ruai estate two weeks ago. Pretty much unfortunate. The prime suspect in the July 12th murder of 23-year-old university student Christina Mbani, uh, was yesterday arrested in Choka area in Ruai, Nairobi County. His name, Innocent Kaliuma Makoha, was this deceased boyfriend, you had her to her death in a hotel room. Pretty much an unfortunate case. Let's wait and see what direction it will take, but then again, it is important that justice then be served. Uh, 72% of Kenyans feel country is headed to the wrong direction. This is according to a poll that has been conducted. We saw one that was conducted by TFAM, and then let's see this one. Uh-huh. Yes, this is on the TIFA poll, 72 percent of Kenyans feel the country is headed in the wrong direction and a couple of things that came out as to why TIFA decided to reach onto that. Majority of Kenyans say the country is headed to the wrong direction in a new survey, Uh, Trends and Insights for Africa, that is TIFA reports released yesterday that showed only 12 percent of Kenyans believe that the country is headed in the right direction which translates to just one in ten people, and so we'll also be pondering more in regards to the same. But reality is that indeed times are tough, and therefore it is important that we are keen to understand how best we can manage to deal with this as a people. The aspect of economy is one that is bringing headache, and this tour that uh, you know President Uhuru Kenyatta managed to you know secure about 20 billion big for agenda funding from the United Kingdom. Well, also got funding for projects in climate change and invited investors to the best destination wealth. We can only wait to see whether indeed so much will come in it in regards to the same and whether by the time he exits the stage come 2022, so much will have been done in terms of realizing the big four agenda and whether indeed it will be something that is worth for the next government to take up and push that is on the front page and Slightly into the Daily People Daily, and now we have the Standard Newspaper. The front page of the Standard Newspaper, a little bit different from what uh, the hard copy has, but more again or less the same stories. Let's see. Oh, this is the Daily Nation that I have here, and the Standard Newspaper. Yes, more or less the same stories actually. Revealed how NASA will share millions and four estranged NASA partners. Will share about 153 million out of 489 million from the political parties' fund after ODM had changed their mind, or they have managed to change their hearts. Even as Raila yesterday stormed the president's backyard with an eye firmly fixed on 2022, he has not yet declared his interest. Well, but we all know that for every individual that would wish to ascend to presidency, it is crucial that you get to woo. You know, quite a chunk from the Mount Kenya region. The story that has been captured on page four and five will be forming the basis of our conversation this morning. And finally, after a toss, uh, you know, toss and tan quite a tussle, and you find that right Honorable Raila Odinga's party has officially accepted that well, they are going to share the little chunk that they get or the chunk that they get with the rest of the other parties, at a point where NASA is breaking, or as many would say, NASA is as good as dead. We all saw the WIPA Democratic Party the other day declaring that they're going to be out of the party as soon as possible. We have seen ANC's Savula saying that, well, there's really nothing much that is there left for NASA. And therefore, the big question is, Do they get the funding when they're out? It's a lot of conversation, but equally, the matrix appears to be hard. And so it's not going to be easy for the likes of Pipe Wiper to exit the stage, as per what the registrar of parties said, that none of them has written to them officially to say that they would want to exit. But then again, it appears that their fate is, you know, squarely lies on Chama Chama Shinani, where, of course, we have Isaac Ruto as the key party in as much as he exited the stage, pretty much early to join other coalitions or to join other parties. And this is a story that is likely to, you know, bring lots of controversy and equally difference in the matrix of 2022 politics in the country. And as they would be advised, it's either they are united or they're going to lose this race to Ruto. But just as, of course, they seek unity, who is going to shelve their interest for the other, it is discuss that and we look at the numbers and the monies that these parties are supposed to get based on how they are managing their parties and how, of course, the prominence within this particular party then that we speak of. Time running out on the CBC school reforms, a story captured on page 10. As many would have said, it will be a little bit tough for us to get from this phase of aid reform to the phase of competency-based curriculum and such. Genuinely has been approved, as you can rightfully say, a story captured on page 10 of the Standard newspaper. It has been quite tough to oversee these processes. You know, at this pilot stage to the next stage, it has been quite tough for the Ministry of Education to get it right in terms of CBC. But they remain adamant that the country will adapt that system over time. Where a bag of potatoes costs about 500 And, of course, at the level of the counties, it is quite expensive. The household commodities, you know, pretty much expensive, and Kenyans are struggling to, you know, at least afford a meal a day in their very own respective houses. It is appearing to be tight and tight. But There are instances where it would be a little bit affordable, maybe. One would look at a bag of potatoes and say, you know, 500 is pretty much cheap, based on what we have seen. You know, in the current uh, system of uh, you know, the economy. Well, we look into so much in the international scene. So much is happening in America. Uh, porn at the coming in of Joe Biden, who says now he will tap into Trump's Africa plan. Just what exactly is detailed in this, a story captured on page 30. You can get to know because a majority of Africans have felt like even the likes of Barack Obama did not do much in terms of transforming Africa yet. He has roots, and he hails from an African country, or hails from Kenya. So there was that feeling that, well, once he gets into power, ascends to power, that is in the United States, much will be done in terms of transforming Africa, which really did not play out. So that aside, we come down to a different story altogether. There's so much that has been captured in the front page of the Sunday newspaper. Details of police woman Kangogo's postmortem, an autopsy of Corporal Kangogo. A policewoman accused of killing women, or oh, two men, sorry, including her colleague that is in Nakuru County revealed that she died of a single bullet or gunshot to the head that entered her body in the right chin and exited on the left side of the head. A story captured in page 7. Burials or burial plans are underway. She is said to be buried on Thursday in her home and of course after lots of controversies and lots of questions as to whether she is the individual that should be uh, that is being buried and well uh, the family exhibiting some bit of you know confidence and accepting what the post-mortem results indicated special report kenyans dumbest criminals modern crooks are sophisticated as they would say but there are the dimwits uh, who fail to plan how to spend their ill gotten fortune while others leave other scene of their haste fingersprints such as uh, digital calling cards and make work easy for detectives to get a hold of them a uh, story captured on page three not forgetting what played out in machaco's um, uh, account uh, yesterday equity bank of course robbers uh, hitting this particular place and um, going out with a large chunk amount of money But uh, you know the amounts are not yet uh, clear so that is on the front page of the standard newspaper. Let's look at what the Daily Nation has. And NASA fall out, Ryla's five options. Five options to do what? Well, this is the politics of the day. One, conclude a deal with President Kenyatta's jubilee to forge a coalition or to forge a new coalition. One, or, or two, sorry, either to rebuild NASA and court new allies and hope to reap from Okoa Kenya Alliance fallout 3 capitalize on NASA dissolution to join Okoa Kenya Alliance and push for competitive selection of flag bearer 4 back another presidential candidate hoping to become a kingmaker and 5 do a deal with deputy president William Ruto or retire together it is quite tough for him while one would say that would be his last bullet, the biggest question for the ODM leader is what political direction to take. We've always said he's a household name in regards to matters politics, but this one appears like it's going to be a tough matrix for him. So, ODM leader Raila Odinga is our political genius who has always had a way with coalitions. Well, with the anticipated dissolution of NASA, his competitors are closely watching him as he. His next move, a story captured on page four, it will be interesting to see. And we all wait to see what direction right on Aburay Laudinga will be treating himself to and his supporters. It's going to be interesting, a race to watch. Uh, definitely, as many would say, he would still be interested on, you know, ascending to the top seat. But the matrix this time around are a bit tough. sports should jab out with heads held up. On a special Olympics, a story captured on page 41, 42, and 43. UK boosts a big four agenda with a 20 billion set to donate about 400,000 vaccines back into the country. The story captured in the back page of the daily nation and a different one altogether. Naftali asks, How did my wife die? A lot of mysterious deaths are out here. The last time oh, Naftali Baki spoke to his wife, Jane Curry was uh, no in july the 13th and she was at mama lucy hospital where he had taken her the previous day now she died under mysterious circumstances and two hospitals and an ambulance a service provide a trading accusations and no one is willing to tell him how and where she died a story captured in page three pretty much unfortunate and sometimes we say even the safety, safest places or the grounds that you think are safe including the hospital in most cases it is not the case we've touched on this one on Karangogo, and well it's still a mystery as many would say the question is uh, did police officer caroline Kagogo kill herself or was the shot at close range that's a question that is being asked now the answer to this question could not be established even after post-mortem examination was conducted yesterday that is so much in the african scene well tunisia the arab spring success story fall apart you know what has been happening there and tunisia the cradle of the 2011 arab spring revolts and a long scene as its sole democratic success story has been plunged into crisis with the threat of more turmoil ahead you know that the governor uh, the president dissolved parliament and also rooted out the prime minister and so it's been a state of despondence in this state, and with lots of lots of people going into the streets, you know, protests across the country. But wait to see what then would play out. So that we are able to see some level of stability in tunisia we always keep saying that if one country is in tamil i mean that it will evidently culminate to the rest of the continent and to the global fraternity audit reveals that about 4 billion loss at uezo fund well this is going to be interesting and bad to watch The march 16 last year uezo fund paid about 1.5 million for the supply of motor vehicle tires now the management Procured several brands of sizes that is about R17, R18, 16, and 15 at respective costs of about 47,250, 50,800, 38,500, and 45,000 per piece from the orders placed. That is somewhere around in January. And so, all this uh, bringing a lot of controversies in terms of these processes of procurement. And, uh, well, the Auditor General, Nancy Gadungu began asking questions about this, and it was clear that something was amiss. A story captured on page nine in regards to matters grafts. I'm sure some will be following up on to see whether there will be accountability, there will be answers as expected. Those are the key stories captured on the papers. Let's briefly look at what my team has prepared. And we start with this Gadungo story. We get an a uh, you know, uh, comprehensive Coverage of the same, a post-mortem examination that was conducted on the body of suspected killer Corp Caroline Kangogo has revealed that the suspect died of a single gunshot wound that is to the head. According to government pathologist Dr. Johansson, Kangogo had no other injury apart from the wound. And as David Muthoka reports, the series of events surrounding Kangogo's death still remain a mystery as the probe into her alleged suicide enters the 11th day.
1: morning at the Moy Teaching and Referral Hospital Mochari in Eldoret. The body of police officer Caroline Kangogo arrived from Eten ahead of the autopsy to establish the cause of the suspected cop-killer's death and the manner in which she died. After hours of the post-mortem examination that was conducted under tight security, It was established that kangogo died of a single gunshot wound to the head according to government pathologist dr johansen the killer bullet pierced kangogo's head through her right chin and exited through her left side of the head fatally hitting her spine brain and skull
2: when i look at this uh, gunshot wound entry it was uh, a contact wound meaning that the gun was uh, on the the skin there was was uh what made me thought so, there was a hole which is caused by the bullet, there was a, a suit. there
3: was a, areas of burning,
1: and what is called muscle imprint. And with fears that the trigger might have been pulled by someone else, Dr. Odor has stated that a further examination will be conducted on the samples collected from Kangogo's body to determine whether she turned the gun on herself as earlier alleged or she was murdered. Uh,
2: we, able to establish this once we've done uh, other investigation which we are doing we've taken swags from the hand to find out whether there's any gunshot residues which will be able to tell us that
1: Kangogo was found in a pool of blood on the morning of 16th July at her parents' home in Nyawa, Elgeo, Marakwet. The 34-year-old police officer had been on the run for 10 days after allegedly killing two police officers, among them police constable John Ogweno in Nakuru and later Peter Ndwiga at a hotel in Juja. The
3: scene looked like there is a part
2: at the scene from the, what I got from the investigating officers who were there because I have not gone to the scene but that's what I got from the investigating officers. So it looked like probably she died at the scene.
1: The body has been taken back to return ahead of Kangogo's final journey. David Muthoka, TV47.
0: Well, away from that, Kitui Governor Chari Tingilu has been hospitalized at the Nairobi Hospital after contracting the COVID-19. Is as the numbers of COVID nineteen cases in the country rising at a sharp rate, with nine hundred and seventy six cases reported as of yesterday, and a positivity rate over fourteen point two percent. And as Zainab Mohamed Nair reports, that the COVID nineteen containment measures expire amid a surge in infections,
4: Kikuyu Governor Cheritengilu has contracted COVID nineteen and is currently admitted at the Nairobi Hospital, confirming the reports. hamachako's counterpart Alfred Mutua says health condition is currently stable this even as the COVID-19 containment measures expire amid a surge in infections according to data from the Ministry of Health in the last one week the country has recorded a total of 4,651 cases 651 cases more than the total number of infections in the previous week the numbers are high in Kiambu County as well just days after the Kiamba and Muguga by-elections As a result, the county government of Kiambu has closed Tigoni Hospital for patients with other ailments. Only COVID-19 cases will be attended to at the facility.
5: We have about 134 positive
6: uh, COVID cases in our COVID center in Tigoni. That's probably 30 30 patients more than we experienced during the third wave.
4: In the last 10 days, the county of Kiambu has recorded more than 400 cases of COVID-19. Sources indicate that even the number of daily deaths are high at the facility. The county government says it is using at least three tons of oxygen on a daily basis.
6: not be able to contain this situation unless we go back to the containment measures uh, that we have been going through. And whereas we as the
4: county will continue to be ready uh, to cope with the cases uh, despite the fact that they are increasing. All eyes are now on the house on the hill as Kenyans await to see whether or not the containment measures will be extended or further tightened amid the fourth wave fears. All learners are also back to school together for the first time since schools were closed after the first case of COVID 19 was reported in the country. Zainab Mohammed, T47.
0: Here we are. Now, Health Cabinet Secretary Mutahi Kagwe now says that the country will lose close to 2 billion shillings after the selling of the COVID-19 merchandise lying at the KEMSA warehouse in weeks time, appearing before the National Assembly Public Investments Committee. CS Kagwe has further admitted to some of the irregularities at the KEMSA procurement and tenders, which contributed to the offer of on the items. Elizabeth Mutuko with that report.
4: It
7: was a date for the Health Cabinet Secretary Mutai Kabe before the Public Investments Committee of the National Assembly, where he admitted to the reality that the country will lose not less than 2 billion shillings in disposal of COVID-19 merchandise lying at the Kemsah Warehouse, MPs anchored by the sentiments which according to them could have been averted if the Ministry of Health acted accordingly. You
5: know, you stop whatever was happening. But then, is it fair Kenya that six months down the line, the military was not aware of what the- was
8: 2.9 billion shillings. 2.9 billion shillings. And all this pollution enough For well, you to negotiate that, or to allow
5: the cabinet to sanitize the 2.3 billion shillings which have been forced.
7: Yes, Kagwe further told the committee that the ministry gave the required advice to the Cancer Board and other relevant stakeholders during the peak of the pandemic in what seemed like the former CEO, Jonah Manjari, and Cancer Board acted on their own. The question is, once that happened, you know, you're expecting you have a team of technocrats and bureaucrats and uh, people who who are really learned in in all these matters, you know, and
5: for them to say that, you know what, this is what we will need. So because the normal structure is that if you are going to use, if as an executive member of any organization, you are going to use money over and above the amount that has been allocated to you, then you are supposed to go to the board, apply to the board, inform the board, the amount of money we have is not enough for purposes for which we are going, and in this particular case for the emergencies that were there in uh, 2020, roundabout about April, and uh, the, the rest of those
7: early months. Members of Parliament wondering how Kemsa went on Tendering Spree, which would later see taxpayers' billions go to the drain. However, CS Kagwe has assured the committee That there is no more money will be required from Treasury to pay the pending bills in the COVID 19 controversial tenders. And yet, you are legitimizing that
5: expenditure of 1.9 billion shillings, and you are saying everybody has incurred losses. Everybody has incurred losses because of the poor economy, because of the poor trade, but not on the scarlet prices, which was done under your watch as a CEO. All The whole abandonment of marriage and cancer issues have already been created. is the new chair of that board, and the board is continuing to work on making other changes
7: that are necessary to streamline cancer. We are aware that we have problems. We are not denying that we have problems, and we will face them, and we will deal with them. The committee is expected to table its report next week. After over three months of interrogations and investigations, the National Assembly Public Investments Committee having concluded its investigations and interrogations on various and key witnesses on the cancer scandal. Now it's just a matter of wait and see whether the report will hold responsible the culprits. Elizabeth Mutuku, TV 47,
0: Nairobi. Well, uh, to politics now, a section of political leaders from the Mount Kenya region now say that the region owes ODM boss Raila Odinga. The leaders spoke in Gatanga-Muranga County when Odinga toured the region. And as Paul Kirobi now reports, Odinga is seemingly strategizing for a new way ahead of 2022 general elections.
1: ODM boss Raila Odinga was in Gatanga-Muranga County. In a meeting with artists and political leaders, leaders from the region made promises to the ODM pay to pay a political debt. the and
0: the
5: na handshake. tunajua anajua kile sisi
1: Political leaders from Jubilee and ODM supporting the handshake between President Uru Kenyatta and ODM boss Raila Odinga. They further called on the region to support Odinga's 2022 presidential bid. Raila is so
5: clean, there is nothing to clean.
6: He is already very clean. He is already very clean.
1: the odm boss who is keen on securing the central kenya voting base ahead of the 2022 general election said joint countrywide rallies will kick off in nyanza odinga also declared to start a new strategy this after Wiper and their many National Congress parties announced their exit from the National Super Alliance. here. <laughs>
0: A a
3: political party. The noisy Nasa divorce is expected to get even messier in the coming few days as the One Kenya Alliance co principals Moses Wetangula, Musalia Mudavadi and Kalonzo Musioka prepare to meet in a joint parliamentary group meeting next week after postponing the meeting twice in the last two weeks. Uh, 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 Kalonzo Musioka's wiper party on Monday resolved to ditch the 2017 NASA coalition that handed ODM leader Raila Odinga the presidential ticket following a three-hour meeting at the party headquarters. Mm, Although wiper has vowed to file the official papers documenting its decision to pull out of NASA, with the Registrar of Political Parties, none of its One Kenya Alliance counterparts have met or notified the Registrar putting the registration of the new outfit in limbo. But even as ANC's Mosalia Mudavadi and Ford Kenya's Moses Wetangula continue to proclaim the death of NASA, the Registrar of Political Parties would be untied to review the decision of Ford Kenya if at all the party files the decision to leave NASA owing to the legal supremacy battle for the leadership of the party pending in court. And you've been seeing, you are truly here, who
6: fills candidates for Fort Kenya, who speaks for Fort Kenya, who
5: is the leader of Fort Kenya, non-acknowledged. Moses Masika is
3: the de facto, the legal, the legitimate leader of Fort Kenya. NASA's coalition agreement that put the quorum for the coalition at at least three parties could further complicate the divorce from nasa if ford kenya former Bomet governor isaac ruto ccm and chama chauzalendo defy the odds to hold on to nasa musa salah tv
0: 47 all right well we'll be discussing that even as we look at the fate of one kenya alliance I always say Okua we'll Kenya Alliance, I don't know why, but it is one Kenya Alliance, so we'll be discussing that later on with the guests this morning, but I went from it briefly as to what is playing out in the National Assembly, and the Court of appeal will determine the fate of 23 contested laws on November 5th, following the hearing of an appeal filed by the National Assembly on Tuesday. In the hearing held virtually, lawyers representing the National Assembly are seeking to overturn a high Court ruling made last year outlawing 23 laws Passed by the National Assembly. And according to judges Jairas Nguyen, Antony Domo, and Teresia Maveka, the judgment was on the basis that the August House did not involve the Senate in the passing of the 23 bills into law. The High Court, however, suspended the ruling for nine months until Friday this week. And the Court of Appeal has since extended the status quo pending the determination of the appeal later in the year. The United Kingdom government has pledged to pump one million pounds, which is approximately 150 million shillings at words, upgrading Kenya's infrastructure. This was made public by UK's foreign secretary, Dominic Raab at a meeting that was attended by President Uhuru Kenyatta in London. President Kenyatta arrived in UK ahead of the Global Partnership for Education Summit, which he will co-host with UK's Prime Minister Boris Johnson.
7: On his first day in London, Uhuru took part in an investor forum that was attended by UK's foreign secretary, as well as delegates from Kenya. It is during this meeting that he took time to woo investors into the country, saying there are opportunities worth over 500 billion shillings. I invite the private sector here in the United Kingdom to partner
2: with us as we deliver on this vision for the people of Kenya, and I wish to announce 10 investment opportunities immediately available in Kenya under the PPP framework valued at a total of 5 billion U.S. dollars and these are the Nairobi Smart Streetlights Project, the Nairobi Bus Rapid Transport System, the Intelligent Traffic Management System, the Galana-Kulalu Food Security Project, the Lamu Fishing Port Project, the Moy Teaching and Referral Hospital Training Complex Project, the Mombasa Industrial Park, the Meru Cancer Center project, the Kenyatta National Hospital project, and the Lamu Port project. Kenya remains one of the most attractive investment destinations on the African continent, and indeed is one of the fastest growing economies on the continent. Our economy in Kenya is projected to rebound strongly from the COVID-19 pandemic. We are keen to partner with and learn from the city of London as a global financial centre. Kenya remains proud of its strong innovations cultural uh, culture, especially in the ICT, from giving the world the first mobile money transfer uh, platform, as we refer to as m as well as being leader in the other innovations in fintech. Thereby, continuing to attract global ICT giants.
7: And the UK had a bag of goodies for
8: Kenya. The UK will provide a million pounds of UK funding for the technical support structure a pipeline of projects for private investment in Kenyan infrastructure for things that really matter to ordinary Kenyans like railways, roads, and housing. As a result of the 35 million pounds of UK funding that the government is putting forward, we've also been able to raise an extra 23 million pounds of private sector investment, and that will finance the construction of a further
7: 10,000 green affordable homes in Kenya support again Mr. President of your agenda. President Uhuru Kenyatta is on a three-day official visit in London. He will co-host the Global Education Partnership Summit with Prime Minister Boris Johnson. The summit aims to raise 5 billion US dollars that will help see children from vulnerable communities access education in the next five years. Uhuru and Boris are also expected to have talks on mutual prosperity, security and stability, sustainable development, and climate change. The President will also meet senior members of the UK royal family as part of his visit. Sharon Baranga, TV 47.
0: Well, and now that we also have this story captured on the papers, I guess it will only be fair to start with the same as we engage our guest this morning, Honorable Kasim Saratandaza, joining us virtually uh, to the Member of Parliament and also the Deputy Party Leader of ANC. And we also have in studio Honorable Jimmy Gakuya, who is the Member of Parliament and the casino. Good to have you, sir. Okay. Asante Sana, we're expecting to get a hold of Betty Adara, but unfortunately, she gets uh, something emerges. Uh, you know, she gets an emergency. story, so she won't be able to be with us. Sends her apologies. Mahesh Miwa, here we are, and uh, interestingly, this story has been captured across. We have the People Daily on a screen. Major boosters Uhuru bags a uh, 20 billion for legacy projects, and a couple of other things that uh, you know he's managed to you know get for us. In most cases, we always speak of what you know, our leaders negotiate on behalf of the people. We would want a 50-50 scenario because you realize the question has been that in as much as we always get aid, boost, whatever it is that you may call it, in most cases, you find that the person who's given is expecting something in return. So it's like we always auction our countries, you know, African leaders tend to do that. Do you suppose then that we should celebrate all the goodies that come from the United Kingdom?
6: the viewers wherever they are watching us for coming to the matter and uh, the uh, daily papers headlines, yes, let me say that we uh, are welcome mm-hmm. any sort of uh, Buddhist that comes to the doors of this country. And uh, this particular one is not clear because we have two different sets of uh, 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 Money. Yeah. And the one is that you may get uh, resources in what we call grant. Once we are, uh, once you gain a, a, a grant, that is uh, the, 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 the that, that that is one thing that I can say very, very clear that in fact is, that is a is a is a, is, a, is, a, is a great you know, or is a great achievement because grants are not paid back, and grant is uh, like free money. But once you go up and get what you call rules, uh, loans, uh, loans have conditionalities and those conditionalities have to be fulfilled. And uh, as you take loans, it is important, uh, it's good for you uh, to think twice, whether you are ready and what you are, you are what are you desire to utilize with that particular money. And the worst part of it is that you borrow and we borrow because of a certain uh, uh, project or development. But when the money comes to your heart, then you find that the money is diverted Mm -hmm. to other use. And especially in Kenya, we have a habit where we borrow, and we borrow for what you call a development uh, uh, development project, but only to divert that money to the current expenditure, which is to me, is not uh, a a prudent way of utilizing such kind of money. Therefore, as the president is negotiating for us, he has the key, and uh, as we speak today, he's the head of the state for this particular country, and uh, me, I expect that in fact, he has the duty to negotiate for us, mm. because we gave we, we give him that particular touch to be in the right of this country. Mm. But not only, only that, actually, sometimes, uh, I, feel, uh, I feel a short change when his team sometimes lets this country down. And I'm sure that even the head of state sometimes, refused also let down by his team when actually things are not going the right way. Mm. But for now, I wish all the best, and uh, we welcome whatever the head of state
0: can come back with. All right. Well, oh, Honorable Kasim Tandaza, good to have you. I uh, hope you are well. I hope uh, the course is doing fine. Now, before we even get into, you know, the negotiations that go into, you know, what it is that these heads of state uh, think of, you know, what, of course, their respective countries would benefit, Or from that is when they have bilateral talks. What's important is also we get to understand well when they dish out money, where does it go? And President Ruru Kenyatta still maintains that he is determined to see the big four agenda sail through. While we acknowledge that maybe he is constrained with the aspect of time, I mean, he still can push something and maybe the next head of state will pick it up from there. In most cases, it's not always the case, some of them would come and will come with their own arrangements, like now there's a story here captured in Page 30 where Biden taps into Trump's Africa's plan. It's not always that the next president will tap into the plans of the previous president. Do you suppose that President tungu Kenyatta has got anything left in terms of realizing the Big Four agenda?
5: Uh, Thank you, Linda. Thank you, obvious. Uh, I think the issues that the Big Four agenda is are agendas for the country, they are not agendas for a person Remember, in the development, we are working for 12 pillars of development for any country. And uh, before, which the current government has prioritized, are amongst the 12 main pillars that any country that uh, wish to develop in this current status. So, when it comes to manufacturing, when it comes to health, when it comes to uh, housing, these are things that will always be food you know, security. These are things that will always be better. And better, and better. So whoever comes in, really, he will not really wrap those agenda because they are the country and they are the country to grow. When it comes to the issue of the law and the uh, I think we've known to be very very bad when it comes to the But remember, if I got to right, is that... Mainly they are pushing, they are giving a that money in terms of technical support, and I think this is where the devil lies
8: now.
5: When it comes to technical support, remember this money will not go directly to the project; they will go down properly to disability studies and such. And I think, and when it comes to money from foreign uh, bodies, they normally also bring their own experience. they bring their own uh, what we call. Uh, uh, the, the technical people now to do that work. And we might not end up getting the money directly as we think. It's going on paper, they bring no expert. they're not studies, they're not disability studies, they're not paid in fund. they're not paid in pennies, so basically, the money manager. And this is an important thing. I don't think we lack any technical support, especially when it starts with construction. We have the best qualified engineers, uh, renowned engineers in this part of, uh, of the continent. We are doing some serious work as engineers in South Africa and other part of this world. So, it's a question of, I think it's more of uh, uh, public relations. to see that we have gone there, and we have gotten something out of it. But I wish they would say, for instance, we are taking up the dueling of the Mombasa Nairobi Highway. They are giving a grant to do that project. Mm-hmm. Then that is something that we really see the But when it comes to technical support, the that they are in the much that comes the play. So the other issue that I think we need also because the fact is, the Western that we end up. I don't we really is so much constrained to look for brands and not, uh, This that, especially for of support people are managing our resources here This country, despite all the problems that we political things, pandemic and all that, it is still strong. And that is why people can afford to still Right, right, left, burning, evening, very nice, and the country still will So, to me, I think, that the agenda of the income president, because I think the current president that the of The incoming I think, is stable will be in terms of how he's going to the resources of this country. And thereby, we might not need to seriously to look for law. And remember, this is something that has been done before. Are almost there. So, it's not something that we are going to invent or imagine it as it can't do with it. No, mm-hmm. because the income is very good to so really focus mm-hmm. on the line the economy of this country and that
4: corruption, so to
0: speak. All right. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you so much for that. We eagerly wait to see. Well, after all, whatever it is that sometimes you're given is what it is that you take. And uh, you know what is bad is that these, in most cases, will come with uh, some, you know, um, restrictions, if not restrictions, and conditions. And evidently, in most cases, you find that, that the African countries are on the losing end. Uh, like Honorable Wakuya would say, let's wait and see what the president brings home. New CCTV guidelines to strip Kenyans of privacy. The policy empowers government to access your office, hotels, public areas. And cameras. This is a story captured on uh, the front page of the People Daily expounded on page nine. I do not know what I uh, you know triggers the government to you know get to this point. I don't know whether these are laws that are passed in parliament, but privacy is one of the key things that you know is constitutionally protected. We probably would say that the government has done this anyway. If the government would want to track you and information about you, they would easily do that. But does it have to go to this
6: level? Oh, uh, anyway, let me say everybody is entitled to his privacy uh, because not everything should be done into open. No. And uh, what will this uh, result into is that uh, once you realize that where you are heading you are not secure, then uh, people will have met in most, you know, to, do, to do most of the business in most of the areas that are been filmed that these particular uh, gadgets are placed. Because surely, <coughs> You cannot allow yourself to be uh, naked, to, to be stripped naked. Right. What you do is that you will be considering where to, uh, where to appear or where not. And uh, I believe that uh, it has to be, there has to be a cut, a cut line. Right. Otherwise, when you say that you, uh, you put a fee at every point, even as, especially in what we call Italy's or those areas where. Uh, people have what you call restaurants. Uh, uh, restaurant. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it tells you that in fact you be having, a, 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 what you are doing is killing business, first and foremost. Those people get here, and one uh, people is that actually they cannot uh, at, uh, attain that privacy, then
8: right. well,
6: they will skip totally, and they will decide to move elsewhere, where uh, these, these particular gadgets are not, not placed. Mm-hmm. So the gadgets are so, uh, are very important, and especially in what you call business areas, where like now in areas of bankings uh, and uh, other government uh, offices, but actually there are those areas that you cannot force this thing to happen Because especially consider that you have booked a room, and actually in that particular room, there is a, a, a gadget that is on. Then, w- what a privacy do you have when you are in that particular room? You better decide to then to move out. You better even go to... Uh, a a raw class, Mr. but a team. Uh, privacy. Privacy. Yes. Yes.
0: There's just something interesting about uh, privacy Honorable uh, honorable cast and it uh, really sometimes you need that space. This, you know, people who are in the public eye will uh, definitely tell us that sometimes you really need to go far away where you feel like you know you are protected, you're secured, you can go, you can do your gym processes without having to worry that someone is watching you, and you know it's it's not someone watching you back so that they can protect you, it's a whole different thing. I would love for you to tell us what goes into the formation of such policies and, you know, couple up this with uh, the twenty three laws that are likely to be scrapped off, you know, based on the ruling of the court that, you know, Parliament proceeded to get these things into law or these bills into law without involving Senate. As well that is the National Assembly without involving the Senate.
5: Well, uh, if we start with the uh, issue of law and the situation of and the privacy, because mm-hmm. I, uh, um, uh, uh, I think that it's law that is that is not something that is the something that is This is a Assembly was already there. There's something which never came out clearly when it comes to concurrence of the, when it comes to passive laws. And uh, from the National Assembly view of point is that we will only need comparance when those laws actually countries. But when we are debating issues to deal with national matters, then we might not need comparison. And when you look at the constitution, it's not very clear actually. The all the laws. And the Senate now to sit and come to a portalist. do alert letter that when we come. this one, the cop this one is the, this one is the, 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 the bar them wanting uh, from uh, uh, trying to correct what actually had gone wrong, it mm-hmm. had gone wrong. But unfortunately we have this paper part of parents, and I think I'm gonna be aware. That there is somehow some supremacy between the National Assembly Senate on which house is uh, higher, which right. is the Supreme House, yeah, which house is uh, uh, bigger than the other, which to me is totally unnecessary. These laws, actually, if they were to be done away with, would really be in big trouble in terms of uh, what has already been done based on this law, what needs to be done based on this law. So to me, that is easiest, and uh, the most effective way was for the two speakers of well, the National Assembly and the Senate to sit and agree and draw a letter. And the court actually has given them that matter. Why they still insist on having the court to decide on this matter? To me, it's quite unnecessary. for both houses have taken advocate, they are paying advocate level fees to post this matter to the court. to make it quite unnecessary. But hopefully, at the end of the day, you know that we are going to get a paper and because they are not saying the laws are bad. It is the process which was followed. And when it comes between technicalities and the substance, I've always been on the right side and said we need the substance more than the technicalities. Mm-hmm. On the mm-hmm. issue of the city to be difficult. and surveillance and privacy. Well, I, I have no problem with the government getting necessary information in this era of security, this era of... Shabama, that. But my main worry would be what happened, what has been happening to the already installed city 60 okay. in the major cities Nairobi and in Kambasa. Remember uh, when the child was killed, the former MP, in, at the middle of the city center, those city degrees were there and that now nobody has been apprehended based on the images of the How the movement was, but at the point of the pillars and whatever, it has never been shown. Mm. Remember, there was a time when the endless president went to the command center, and they were trying to incorporate even somebody in the combat. But even if somebody tried to puppet, to incorporate someone or snatch a phone in the combat or in the money, they can get that he properly and operate that person. And up to now, nobody has been able so, to me, I'm hoping that at the end of the day, it's not just to come to another camp. Yeah. Because to me, the CCTV, which I told in Nairobi and Mombasa, mm-hmm. will say that Mombasa, mm-hmm. actually, people are informative every day, who mm-hmm. never had a where a staff member has because of their CCTV. So, I think we are reaching a point where most projects are uh, normally designed to somehow, start some magic from the public purpose, but not for the real good or not for really that we are going to do for some regards that we really So, either we have a situation where we are very but overall, I don't think we have laws also in parliament which will allow the government, as we speak, to restore safety to be the private places, housing, housing, offices, the because these are private I don't think, and I don't think if those laws, if the government wants to take personal assessment, I will be one of them and the committee members to not really allow mm-hmm. such a situation. Because one, it's money that is spent within not regard. Two, it's totally unnecessary. Can we see uh, the measures of already is very strong equipment right. within the town
0: so that our society can move to the and as they yes. would say, Kagombo may have heros- so rest in eternal peace, you know, somehow exposed, uh, you know, just the, the weaknesses that we have within our very own justice system and also what it is that we have within the security systems in the country. Well, like you rightfully put it, if they come in handy to work, then why not? Uh, we'll come a long way in terms of addressing some of the, you know. Uh, cases that we have in the country that uh, still linger just because we've not been able to gather sufficient evidence. And, uh, well, generally, on the laws, I don't know whether you'd want to say something on the formation of laws. You proceed to pass, but the, then the courts uh, declare these laws as null and void because there was no involvement of the Senate. I mean, why does it have to go to that level if you all knew, the National Assembly knew very well they to have, they will have to work in together with the Senate so that you know there could be passage of laws. Why then? Overlook
6: to get to this point? Uh, Rita, really, uh, I think my understanding uh, with the formation of those two houses are uh, quite a clear mandate of it. And uh, if it is Senate, let us call our homegirl home homegirl. Because the manner that actually our Senate is being uh, uh, structured is in a manner that it handles issues to do with what we call county uh, counter matters, uh, uh, county government issues. And that's why sometimes I wonder, when you find that the, count, the, the, the Senate has a lot of time uh, taking uh, what we call national government uh, CSs, PSs into task, when, when their mandate is uh, surely at the level of the, uh, of, of the, of the uh, county government. At these particular times, I, 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 I get lost, and I find our constitution as, as mixed up, where there is no exactly uh, borderline on where matters to do with the Senate uh, 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 perimeters perimet- are, and matters to do with the national perimeters are, because my understanding is that the national assembly, it deals with what we call the level of the national government, mm-hmm. and that is why, if it's a matter to do with the national budget, the powers by the constitution is, is Total give, totally given to the National Assembly, and the, count, the Senate comes only when we to, uh, the element of the monies heading down to the counties mm-hmm. is on the, uh, on, 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 on the plate. Okay. And therefore, at that particular point, I, I, I get to see what you call uh, a clear uh, guidance on how the, the two houses have to operate. But when it comes that actually every other single law must pass to Senate, then there, I find a contradiction because mm. uh, the, the, the National Assembly can only seek a guidance or refer a law to the Senate laws that are at, uh, touching areas to do with the, the, the Senate area, okay. which is the county uh, ca- 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 the, the county issues. But if it's as clear-cut issues to do with the national gov- na- na- national government issues. I think that's a matter to do with the national, uh, national assembly.
0: Well, w- why should uh, the Court of Appeal, uh, you know, oppose this, uh, you know, knowing very well that that should be, uh, you know, a matter of the national assembly because most of these rulings
6: are made based on what it is that the rule of law dictates or the constitution dictates. I believe that, in fact, uh, since the judiciary has a mandate to do what we call uh, law interpretations, mm-hmm. I am not, I cannot totally believe them, but I also sometimes, I also feel that, in fact, uh, there are some gray areas there that we need to market, so that, in fact, we, uh, these two houses don't keep fighting all the time. So that at least we can be clear that there they uh, are those uh, policies that have been uh, crafted by the Senate that are not entitled to pass the, the National Assembly, where they can be able to prosecute and. Uh, uh, to the finality and send them to the na- to the head of state. Mm-hmm. And naturally, the national Board also has a duty and powers to prosecute some laws, policies that uh, does not require any, any intervention with the, with the senate yes. that we deal with it, prosecute conclusively. And then after that, it it, it pursues to the head of state. But at this particular point, it's like the judiciary want to tell us that senate has a mandatory law to countercheck everything that the national assembly does which to me is not the case
5: well
0: uh it was aside and you know this uh, you know battle of titans 100 kassim sawak looking at some of the laws that we're speaking about some of them have already started being implemented including the human oh. number i mean a reversal of the same what would it mean if this were to be upheld and maybe these laws are rendered null and void what would that mean
5: no, that's what I'm saying. Uh, while the <laughs> different arms of the government have the mandates to scrutinise and uh, look at the processes, which is also good, sometimes you need to look at the repercussions uh, of uh, the substance of the law, the process the I can cite one act, which is the mass which have been declared, the analogy that Nile and well, the CBS Act. Yeah. Remember, the CDS Act is the one which basically goes to the night at that level mm-hmm. in terms of infrastructure uh, and education, is the basic in our constitution, including bursaries. Right now, you can just imagine that the number, the number of parents and students who are going to the CDS offices all over the country looking for bursaries. Now that schools open this week and the performance is supposed to be week, and yet we are saying that is one of the laws which are declared valid. So I yeah. think high time the court actually also itself right to, to the consequences of uh, nullifying such laws. And uh, to put it correctly, these laws are there that are the right But now we are talking about the penalties, which will be Else, the ordinary man, the one who is going to suffer when this uh, the superior court actually say the the uh, nyl and the at uh, sea citing the uh the uh, the of, uh, but as I say I don't know at I'm I really don't know Because it I are starting the country in, in the National Assembly Semitic Polity on the National government. CD and the level as said, well this is totally network that to where we are with this all what is needed is for concurrent now. Between the two uh, speakers of those uh, uh, speakers of the uh, talent. but it has not happened. So, it's yes, so high time I think some even uh, those members uh, uh, of the uh, houses, if there is some bit of pride, let them swallow the pride, let them realize that if these laws are to be totally stopped and declared, none and void on the appellant court and the super court, which is the ordinary mm-hmm. moment to whom to that room is stay there, they can sit, agree, do a letter that will concurred on, on this, if there are some there that will well and good, but I think none of them really say the laws apart, It is only the process that was never followed. Mm. And I agree with uh, the Dapuya to the extent that uh, in my time also, and uh, I this was unfortunately also not what we do with the, the constitutional amendment. To have a clear demonstration, put it clear, I mean red and, uh, clear, clearly, black and white. The roles of the Senate, where they stop, and the roles of the National Assembly. There's been a lot of publications. I've I, I really sympathize with the that When they are called to the Senate to answer the same question, and then called to the National Assembly to answer the same question, remember, all the Senate will all advise, the National Assembly will all advise, and I wonder to the two houses that fight different. Then, what is the final, what is the end game of that final report? Mm-hmm. So, I totally agree with Mr. here that we are right. there are duplication of roles, and at this point, I think it is the Senate which somehow lacks enough work to do, and then they end up now looking for work somewhere else. But, going forward, I think, it's also upon us uh, to like see whether we can actually come up with acts of parliament or even amend the constitution at some point
8: okay. so that
5: these are clearly defined that we are going to be special. Because then it is located to the west of resources and it's taxpayer resources with the ordinary financial resources where the resources would have gone to development issue, which, which at me really a priority to this country. I'd, I'd yeah. if, uh, if you can allow me to
6: add a small later, right. I can just uh, 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 indicate that uh, there is also a battle of supremacy, mm-hmm. and it's high uh, time that Senate should understand that in fact uh, this battle of supremacy will take no uh, these two houses nowhere. At the end of the day, I want to concur with uh, uh, Tandas uh, uh, that uh, it is important to consider the interests of the. Nation first. Right. Yes, our battles will not take us anywhere. Not relevant. At the end of the day, if those particular 23 number of laws uh, will be totally suspended, it tells you mm-hmm. who is the loser. The government will lose because the government has been collecting revenue out of the new regulations. Right. And then, when those doors are shut, that particular window of revenue cannot be collected uh, uh, going forward. Mm-hmm. Then the, here it tells you there is also a 197 to suffer a lot. If now an uh, element of this element, like uh, the CDF, uh, uh, the CDF yeah. is going to be also part of the s- suspension, it tells you the more will suffer a more yeah. Eh? Yeah. down there. And just consider two later constitutions all over. Mm. This is a really a very very serious obligation. Uh, speaking which of which, education, been, yeah. and we have our students that yeah. are going back yes, to school. The, and so I, and right. I wonder that in fact yes, the video that was given by the by by the by the July uh, mm-hmm. uh, like, for nine good months. I can, uh, let me say that that was a good uh, a good direction. Section and and uh, but then because of this bulliness mm. of the two houses and the, the supremacy is what is making this particular element of meeting, uh, uh, arriving to uh, a clarity of these matters. Mm. Because surely nine months down the line, I don't find a solution where the two speakers will not have sat or select a what you call a committee, committee that can be able to address those issues and those used to have exhausted that. Right. But the the there the ego, uh, has been bring a lot of uh, a lot of part in this. Whereas okay. I would add we are service providers to the people. Okay. And otherwise, this element of uh, uh, supremacy does not occur, okay. and it's not, it's not supposed to be there. Well, as we close with the papers, there
0: is uh, this report on audits that reveals a 4 billion loss at the fund, is also on the confusion about, you know, the implementation of competency-based curriculum, lots of reforms within this uh, you know education sector. Uh, well, I just don't know how then we get this right, especially
6: at a time when parents are really struggling to have their students in school. I can tell you for sure, this time is a very nasty, very nasty time, considering that in fact the schools have been only given two weeks, closer, and uh, then the parents have to prepare themselves to take their, 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 their learners back to school. I am really, in what we call sympathy uh, to, uh, to the pockets of the parents, considering the, the, the manner in which the whole nation is and the, the position economically that we have been put by this pandemic. Yeah. I am totally uh, in what we would say for to our SMEs, because they are also parents, mm-hmm. where I am sure that actually the business has been totally uh, uh, touched by this particular pa- the pandemic, and therefore they have some degree And uh, mm-hmm. therefore, the national government and the county government, because actually they have money, they must make sure that they assist the parents Take their children back back to school, and here the government must come with a, what we call a clear, uh, a clear circular. And this ma- Magoha, I urge you, I persuade you, do not punish our learners any longer. We are not equal in our pockets. Let me tell you, there are those uh, maybe maybe Magoha was uh, uh, came up from a very rich family, but they consider that there are those uh, those peasant families who cannot afford even our bread at a day. And because actually, they brought what you call families here. What do you do with their families? These families have to be nurtured to grow, and probably they they, they will be the helpers of their parents tomorrow. And therefore, if we kill their dreams today, where else do they expect the dreams of these particular young ones will be? Mm. And therefore, it's my big concern that the national government must look for a kit or a loop on how to handle this matter. At least the parents should part with what they're supposed to part with, but gradually they should not be forced to do it at one patch. That in, without this, 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 this much, the, the, the student cannot be in the classroom. I am telling you the teachers, uh, the classrooms are, are, are ours because that is, uh, the, that those are our parent funding and the national government. And the government is not there for anything else. It is to serve that common humanity. You know, I had the privilege of uh, working with Honorable uh,
0: Kasim Sawat and as one, you know, just understanding a typical day for him. And one of the key things that I realize is actually the hugest of problems for him in his constituency is the aspect of education, not because he's not doing much as a member of parliament and we know that the aspect of education sits in, you know, his docket. But I realize there's so many that come to him, you know, with the troubles that you're mentioning right now. I'd love for him to paint a picture of what it is like at this point when you know students are going back to school. Ten days break, you know, before you know it, you're up, you have to buy books, you have to take this person to the next grade, you have to make sure that if you have a four class 8 student, then they're proceeding to secondary school. It must be hectic <laughs> down there. Yeah. And
6: imagine before you go to the hospital, right. probably a our single parent has three kids. Assume one is moving to form one. Another one is exiting to university.
8: Right. Another,
6: Another one with a uh, competency-based kind. Oh, am my good friend, it's so, uh, nobody else is a bring is, is a is a, is a bring It's the same parent who, who who prepare for the bread at the end of the day and make sure that everything is going on. And uh, let me tell you, the government at this point must feel must need to such kind of parents. And those runners, because once you put them out there. The danger they, 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 they mean, got, yeah. and then we have witnessed of the, na- the nine-month break that we have for this pandemic. We realized over 100,000 number of students never came back to school. Where is the family? Where are these students? They are all over. Some have married, others have the given themselves a I can tell you, then we are perishing the future of the nation. And therefore, we, what is our duty? Our duty is to matter, not let this young one to get lost. At the age of that age, um, the government required to measure them up. How do we create a balance in this time of crisis? machine as you paint a picture of what it is like there. Oops. Well, uh, Linda. Yes. Penyanyan, penyanyan, sa piring, penyanyan, down here. I don't think
5: it is only Martin alone. I to other colleagues. Parents have no money, and uh, the ministry headed uh, by CS Magoha has even made the things worse. It has made the things worse because it's not giving any direction at all. What they were to say, that not, not. It cannot work. How do you just tell uh, the school administration that we need 100% sufficient for those who to Let the parents take the kids to school, and let that kid not be sent home. Even if the parent does not have the I think mean, this is a false class, and this is very fast coming from uh, a very respectable uh, person in the state of Mangoa, who has to school and who has been abusing himself, who knows how to run an institution. So there is no way the institution will allow a kid with no money to go into the right place, which the administration has to start a proper attitude in that school. And yes, the reality is that that parent actually does not have money. So What Magora should do, or should that that, that state can do it, is to say, here yeah, and remember we are located, we are located some money and this budget to the of the person. In fact, it was one of the main data our last year. But, to say apart from the normal, the normal, just, uh, here is an extra amount, and that amount should be devoted to the county and the, to the sub-county because what has happened before, even when it came to the infrastructure money that they always have, the way they distribute it, the way they actually spend that money, is quite suspect. The the really, doesn't go to the places where it really where people don't have a classroom at all. You find that money go into some situations where the schools are companies are given extra furniture, and yet they the school that, actually, while it needs furniture, the priority will be a classroom. Those advanced situations where my students, my constituents when to the issue of furniture, there are some schools which are given, which are very good about nothing, put that quality. So, to me, what the goal has been now is now to reallocate the budget that we give. Knows very well that parents cannot afford, and devote those funds so that they can utilize to really give really the parents, because with my idea of giving education to every student, whoever is going to perform. To me, it's not a good idea. There are some parents who can afford, and they, they have no problem paying for their own kids. The extra $22,000 for my kids could so have well going to a new department who cannot afford to take a kids to a day, secondary school, which has the cost more than $10,000 if we prepare for that. But because they would want to do everything from... Nairobi, everything from headquarters, they come with the policies mm-hmm. which they tend to be limited. But, but they actually disadvantage so many parents, so many kids. I can assure you that over 100% tradition. where, we as a leader myself, i every person who mm-hmm. did the uh, standard at race last time has to go to school. But it's not true. I have now the first leader yeah. to open a shop. Because I was at the that I would assist those parents who are taking their to a the day school and they don't have uniforms. Uh-huh. So I like to with we'll those uniforms. But the demand at the end of the day is we two weeks. I was having a list of over 300 mm-hmm. students who would leave without getting uniforms. They cannot see them go to form a. Certainly, that's bad that so I cannot mean, approach them. So I've been, I try to look forward to some of and see laws and get some sellers to do the the reparation for that people but that certainly it's not that that is not the way I I don't promise that we can afford to do that for it the way that I will be handling this. The government needs to come with a policy and with my disappointment to my
8: board
5: uh-huh. that speaks from Nairobi is uh guidelines that uh, the so now school should reduce school fees because the happy they're going for those to school and nobody, no school has reduced the fee based on what Magoa paid to the other day. If anything, we look at any admission form, they have agreed no so, those fees, and Magoa is not going to do anything. Nobody will be taxed because they are advised by what So, the Minister of Education, I think, has a lot to do, and this, for some reason, Magoa. Well we all
0: all are wishing the students yes. nothing but the best. I know it's tough, but I I mean we have to go an extra mile at least across but uh, like you rightfully put, it, there needs to be more consideration, especially at this point where you know times are not easy for many parents. Gentlemen, there's so much about politics that we want to touch on. I don't know whether with the coming in of some funding, ANC will officially exit the Nasa coalition, or maybe they might want to deal with that so that at least they can get to the funding to do And uh, on the other hand, those leaders that, that support, uh, like again, uh, from the mountain Apparently, I'm told that we're just trying to turn uh, around the scene eventually, change it because Mount Kenya knows where they are headed, and uh, evidently it is not that direction of the city will be telling us that. And um, apparently, again, I hear some of the Mount Kenya region leaders arguing that as Mount Kenya, we all right on the railing, that of probably this is the time. It's now or never for Mount Kenya to go in time and make sure that right-hand of the that sense to power. Is it going to be right when i right now is it going to be when we stand on the Is the all this about politics?